from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Woo! We got the NBA Finals tonight. They're tipping off at 9 o'clock in the East, 6 o'clock in the West. And just like you had hoped, you had prayed, your prayers are answered, Bucks Suns, right? I know when you're like, man, I can't wait until the Bucks play the Suns. You remember the NBA playoff game? You remember the, the, the EA Sports game that used to be the NBA game? It started with... Lakers Celtics in the NBA playoffs and then it was Lakers Bulls in obviously 91 and the NBA playoffs imagine trying to sell that 
uh, as a you know the, the the lead headline: Suns, Bucks, and the NBA and the NBA playoffs, or Suns, Bucks, and the NBA NBA Live EA Sports. It's in the game. It's in the game. Yeah, not so much. Discover matches all the cash back you earn your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted 99% of the place in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Uh, Giannis has been upgraded from doubtful to questionable on this afternoon's injury report. This was uh, Devin Booker on how their run has been perceived. You know, justify what we're doing to anybody else, for real. I mean, we've, we've had goals for this group. And, and aspirations for this group since since day one, and you know we keep those in in home for that reason. Keep those in house, I believe is what he meant. In in house uh, for a reason. Um, okay, so look, this is something that I think is fascinating to me. Should be fascinating to you, which is uh, here you have the Suns, and I think to a lesser extent the Bucks dealing with the fact that. It wasn't like they went through the toughest challenge. I mean, the Bucks were dead in the water. They're going to fire Mike Budenholzer. They're going to have to make some changes. They were down two games to none to the Nets, who were clearly more talented than they were. Clearly more talented than they were. And then injuries happen, and the rest, as they say, is history. They survive in overtime in Game 7. And then they get the Atlanta Hawks. And while Giannis didn't play two games, Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young didn't play uh, late in one game, another game and missed a couple other games and then plays on a badly sprained ankle as they get eliminated. The Hawks weren't really a top three team in the East. That's who they played in the finals. And they didn't play with Trey Young the entire time. The Nets, the most talented team in the East, didn't have one of their stars after taking a two games to none lead and barely had James Harden playing really on one leg and couldn't move. Meanwhile, the Suns, yeah, they were down two games to one to the Lakers. And did they maintain their poise? Sure. But it also helped that Anthony Davis got hurt. Anthony Davis gets hurt. The Lakers have all kinds of other issues and the Suns survive. Then they go and take on the Denver Nuggets who don't have Jamal Murray, who was the best player in the bubble last year. Makes it quite easy. And then, of course, uh, you go through to the the conference finals, and not only did they not have, the Clippers not have Kawhi Leonard the entire series, they didn't have uh, Zubac for half the series and Serge Ibaka for the entire series. Like, you're without, the other team's without their best player, their starting center, and their first big off the bench. So I think a blind man could be honest and say, hey, it's been a pretty easy and fortunate run for both these teams. The Suns, especially now the Suns could push back and say, Paul, Chris Paul wasn't healthy in our previous series against the, the Lakers. Right. And Chris Paul was out with COVID in games one and two, albeit two games, the Clippers, the Clippers lost and the Suns won. And when he came back, he was like, that would be fair. But for the most part, the Suns have been healthy the whole time. So there is this thought out there. That whoever wins this series, especially if it's the Suns, there'll be some form of asterisk, either physical or mental, by it. And I think in the short term, there may be. Because we know a lot more now. We just do. But in the long term, we won't. We won't care about it. 
How many championships, how many championships, there's a simple question, has Tim Duncan won? How many? Uh, John Ramos, you want to take, take a guess? Four. Tim Duncan has won five NBA championships. Okay. 99, 2003, 2005, 2007, 2014. Okay. So that that's... That, that's what happened um, in that um, in, in those years. Okay? So they've won five NBA championships, five. Did you know that the 99 championship was in a lockout year? Of course not, right? Of course not. We don't focus on those sorts of things anymore because those sorts of things don't matter, right? So no one talks about the Spurs winning a lockout shortened championship, do they? Very seldom do we talk about the Warriors' first championship run where everybody was hurt, including Kyrie Irving getting hurt in game one before it went to overtime, where they survived and then won in six. We don't talk about that. We don't even talk about in the 3-1 comeback by the Cavs the fact that, uh, that uh, Andrew Bogut got hurt. Missed the rest of the series after game, you know, for game five, six, and seven. And of course, that was a big part of the turnaround in that series for the Cleveland Cavaliers. No one mentions that when it was Isaiah Thomas and the Celtics dethroned the Boston Celtics, excuse me, when Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons dethroned the Boston Celtics, that Larry Bird didn't play because he had a bad back. No one talks about those things, which is what will happen here. I mean, we even do this in history. Why did we win World War II? What, what, what won World War II? Anybody a history buff? Bayer, are you a history buff? Not Anybody? at all. Okay. Not at all. Ramos, are you a history buff? I, I am. I do love history. Okay. Why was World War II won by the, Alli- by the Allies? Over Germany? Or just in yeah, general? Because yeah. like, we, we Germany beat Germany and then first Japan. and then Germany Japan. and then Japan, right, yeah. How why, how did we take down Germany? Uh, we invaded. Well, D Day, right? Yeah. We invaded France, France, Normandy. Yep. And then we we took over Europe, right? right. That's how we like to remember it. Okay, uh, that's part of the story. Okay. The other part of the story is that uh, Germany was a, was fighting a war on two fronts, which is a a definite no no. Napoleon learned that the hard way. Attacking Russia in the dead of winter, and something called Stalingrad happened. You guys know anybody ever heard of Stalingrad? Anyone? Well, I've heard of it. I, I'm not quite sure. It's a that, movie as well. Yeah. It is a movie. It is a movie. Is yeah, that where the, the movie. is that where the Germans got tied down in the cold and the the snow? Correct. In in Russia. You're right. At what is now called Stalingrad. Okay. And what happened was it was just it was a standoff, and there was a shortage of food. And what the Russians did if you if you if you tried to uh, leave your post. They would shoot their own soldiers as they would try and leave their post. And they basically bled out the Germans in the dead of winter. It was awful. Starvation and like a million people died at Stalingrad. But as Americans, we look back, we're like, ah, we won. We won because we attacked. We were awesome. Like, yeah, we also ran the benefit of they were fighting a war on two fronts and they were in a stalemate in the dead of winter in Russia. And it allowed us to 
with all of our genius, come in, kind of sneak attack and come in on D-Day. And they knew it was coming. They didn't know when it was coming or how it was coming. It doesn't take away from the bravery. I mean, can you imagine what that was like on one of those boats? Like you guys have all seen Saving Private Ryan, right? Except for, except for uh buyer who doesn't watch movies. Uh, everyone's seen Saving Private Ryan. They, you know, you open the, the gate on those boats, you don't know. And all of a sudden there's fire coming from this hill and you have no protection. Like the bravery it takes to get on that boat, let alone to get off that boat. And then of course, just survival instincts take over and some of your training takes over. And even then people were plucked out. It's amazing. Does it take away from that bravery? Of course not. Is it a realistic way of telling the story? Like, yeah, we won, but we also had some help from the other side because the Russians were actually our allies in this particular case. And they fought the war at Stalingrad and they got them in a stalemate and they took away a bunch of their soldiers. Make sense? Okay, so that's basically what we're saying about the Suns. It doesn't take away from their, they, they came back from two games to one with the Lakers. You know, they, Clippers are a good team. They survived Paul George. And, and the Denver Nuggets did have the league's MVP in Jokic, and they're still a very talented team with a lot of scores. It's not easy to play against, especially when half the games are in altitude. But if we're going to tell the whole story, we got to tell the whole story that, hey, all these injuries played a factor. That's telling the whole story of World War II. But if you ask anybody now in America, like, hey, what happened in World War II? Well, we were laying out, and then they attacked us in Pearl Harbor, and then we came in, and first we saved Europe, and then we beat Japan. That's how we look back. And that's how we'll look back at the Suns if they win. That's how we'll look back at, at the Suns if, if, if we win. Right? We don't think about the, the Russians helping us or anybody else helping us. We think, of all the, we, we think of all the things that our soldiers do. That's how we look at things. That's how sun, the Suns will look at it. And eventually, that's how we'll all look at it. If the Suns win the championship, it won't be about the easy road. It'll be about Chris Paul finally winning one. If the Bucs win one, it'll be the same thing. Giannis finally won the championship. Hey, you know, you won the final game, two games against Atlanta without Giannis. Don't get caught up in the details. The fact is Giannis won the championship. That's my, that's my belief. Give me your thoughts at Gottlieb show at Gottlieb show. By the way, if you ever go to Russia, if somebody hands you cognac and asks you to take a shot, they're taking a shot for those who died in Stalingrad. That's a real, that's a real thing. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. 
One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What are, what's your go-to excuse? Like, let's say you're running late. And I've heard a bunch of different things. I know a guy, I'm not going to sell him out, okay? But I, I have somebody who I've worked with before. Um, I'm friendly with them. I don't know they're friends. And this didn't happen with my experience with him. But uh, the, he had a speaking engagement my buddy who set up the speaking engagement, I know he listens every day. Uh, he had a speaking engagement and they were supposed to, I think it's supposed to start at seven 30 and they're like, Hey, can you be there at six? We'll like have cocktail hour. You just kind of work the room and then seven, we'll take a little half hour break, get everything ready. Then seven 30 you're on, you talk for a couple minutes. 
And dude's like, no problem. I'll be there early. You know, something like that. You want to be there, you know, like 5.15, 5.30. That way you know the names of all the important people. You shake their hands first. You know, like you're collecting a check really for talking for five minutes, but for a couple hours of work. That's the way it works. So this dude was running late. He gets there, rolls in at like, you know, 7.25 for 7.30. You know, and they're all waiting and he's, you know. And his excuse, oh, I got a flat tire. So no problem. They rush him in. They get him ready, whatever. He's throwing on a coat and tie. And he's getting ready to speak. And my buddy who set up the speaking engagement happened to like stroll around the car just to take a look. And it's funny thing. When you get a flat tire, what are the two things you would see, John Ramos? If I got a flat, if I said I had a flat tire and then I come rolling into work, what would you see on my car? If you were to walk around that car, um, a new tire. Correct. There's one of two things you'd see: a donut, <laughs> right, right, right. the small tires. tire, those small ones, right? Yeah, or or a new tire, or maybe you have a, a a spare, but your spare is generally a new tire as well. Yes. Right. He didn't see any of this stuff. <laughs> like they all looked exactly exactly the same. <laughs> Whoops. Now he, my buddy, like who's a good dude and he was just happy eventually the guy eventually made it never mentioned it to anybody other than me he's like are you and i was like yeah i i know the guy i this is what he does but there's look there's there's go to excuse when we were kids and used to would tell your mama jokes the kind of go to way out of it was hey man my mom's mom you know my mom died or my mom's got cancer like whoa 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 you say whoa I'm, I'm done. But I mean, now it's become for the last 20 years. If you say, I got a family issue, but hey, say no more. You go take care of family. You say family, you say kids, you're good, right? That's really the only reason that Dan Beyer had his child. He is out of excuses, <laughs> right? Ah, oh, Dan, what is the deal? Like, sorry, I. I got a baby at home. Oh, you have a baby? Oh, well, no problem. That's why John had another kid. Everybody thought John, John was done having kids. He's 74 years old. But what happened? John was out of excuses. They kept they kept saying, John, can you stay for this meeting? John, can you stay for this meeting? And now he's like, I, I can't. I got, I got Jonah at home. Right? I bring this up because uh, there is a new unquestioned leader in the clubhouse for excuses, explanations that cannot and will not be questioned. Here's Aaron Rodgers. This is at the press conference for the match earlier today. This offseason, I've spent a lot of time working on myself. I think, I think uh, for a long time, mental health has been only an okay topic to broach if you're talking about dealing with bouts of depression, you know, uh, suicide, like this is big issue topics, right? With mental health, it's been a weird stigma around it. That I, I think there's been some athletes who've spoken out about uh, those things and and gotten the support they deserve. But there's not a lot of conversation around just the idea of having uh, a very positive mental state, mental health state. And I think there's a lot to it that I've learned that I focused on in the off season about how to take care of myself, not. The total package, not just my physical self, the workout, um, but my and my spiritual self with my own mindful practices, my mental health as well. And and so look, 
the truth is, it's a very thoughtful and thorough way of of understanding oneself, right? It it really is. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. But what ha- what happens now? This this is the new thing. Is you because not all mental health is a mental health crisis. So when Aaron Rodgers said like I had to, I'm taking care of my mental health. People, it's it's not like he was suicidal. There are people that are in a mental health crisis that don't see a can't get themselves up out of bed, are going through massive depression. That is really. I've experienced it in my life. I know people who've experienced it. I know not, not, not being suicidal. I've never been there. Um, but I, 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 there's children in our neighborhood who have, have gone through that. It is, it is really, really hard for kids, family, people to understand like everything going on when somebody's depressed, a normal, it's hard to have a normal conversation because their, their brain is not functioning with the proper levels of serotonin and, and all the other chemicals that, that, that fire there, it, it's, it's chemical imbalance. And you're trying to kind of find your center. So it's not to say that what Aaron Rodgers isn't experiencing, going through, isn't valuable, isn't real. It is to say that now, anytime you don't want anybody to question what you're doing in the offseason, you just go, hey, I was handling my mental health. You're like, oh, okay, well, I'm good. I need a me day. Okay. Because the, the the truth is that there's two parts to it. The one part is you do want athletes to take care of themselves and take care of their mental health. This is not meant in any way to diminish that. But one of the things that has allowed the great athletes of all time to be the great athletes of all time is they're able to somehow maintain their focus, maintain their confidence, maintain their own level of mental health, while the rest of us who just aren't as strong emotion and mentally can't do it <clears throat> at least it's one of the things i thought okay so that that i i do think that there are there are legit reasons and aaron Rodgers is a guy who's now engaged he obviously went through a breakup everybody went through covid he's gone through this stuff at work and i i would guess also that some of it it maybe is a pushback on Brian, Brian Gunnikunst. Who knows that the Packers believe that it's all hullabaloo. It's hard for football guys because football guys have been like, that's great. Get tape, get ready. We'll see you out in the football field. But I do think that the mental health day is the new, hey, I got a family thing. Most times it's legitimate. Not always is it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Rick Buecher joins us. He's been covering the NBA for years. Um, Buke, how much do you think we'll look back on this season and put a mental asterisk on it? Go. I'm talking five, ten years from now. Ooh, good question. I don't. I don't think we will. I know that we've, we're missing a lot of stars. I know that people will talk about that it's 71 versus 82. I just, uh, you know, it, uh, some of it still depends on ultimately what happens in these finals. I, you know, it, it is whatever the last impression you have of a season can often influence it. But honestly, we've had enough different seasons over the course of the year, whether, I mean, the course of the, of the years, whether it's, a lockout, whether it's a late start, whatever it might be, the bubble. 
And I just feel as if when we look back, we don't distinguish the particulars, whether it's the construct of the season or it's the stars that were injured at various times along the way that may have changed the narrative. So I, I don't believe we're going to look back and see this as significantly different from any other season. I agree with you. It's like nobody looks back and goes, hey, remember the Spurs won the lockout shortened season? Like, no, nobody talks about it. They don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, or when Larry yeah. Bird was Larry Bird was hurt when the Pistons finally beat the Celtics in the playoffs. Nobody mentions yeah. it. Nobody. Yeah. No, so, no. if you get into the particulars and look at certain situations, I mean, the, the Phoenix Suns and Steve Nash and Robert Ory chucking him into the boards and having a cut on his nose that right no, nobody close. mentions that all they mention is that the Suns didn't the Suns didn't win at all they couldn't get yeah. to the finals with Steve Nash couldn't get to the finals yeah. like yeah. yeah they they just beat the Spurs in San Antonio then Robert Ory threw him into the boards two guys hopped up hopped off the bench they just had to yep. be the two best big guys that the Suns had yep. and they lost game six because of it yep Boris Diaw and Maurice Thadabar Rick Buecher joins us okay um who do you think wins more if they win this uh, this thing? Ooh, yeah, a collective or individual? Individual. I just feel at this point, Chris Paul, this may be his last best chance to win a ring. Uh, if he wins a ring or the Suns win a ring and he r- wins a ring with them, uh, I would say it puts him in a completely different light, whether it deserves it, whether that's warranted, whether it needs to happen. I think it changes the narrative uh, on him. Even if the Bucks don't win, uh, if the Bucks don't win, Giannis is. If, if, if it looks like he's going to play, but he's going to be compromised playing. Uh, he still has a lengthy career in front of him, so I, I don't think that this is going to be a referendum on him. And he's already demonstrated individually as a as a league MVP. Whether whether I agree with the voting on that or not. Uh, that, uh, that that he's uh, he's that kind of a player. I, I think this can be a very transformative title for Chris Paul in particular. And it certainly sets Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton uh, and the, the Suns, you know, collectively as a franchise in a place different than than we've thought of them since Nash was there or Charles Barkley and and it would and, and whether deservedly or not would probably leapfrog this Suns team, which is mind-boggling to think, leapfrog this Suns team over the Nash teams and the Charles Barkley teams. Which, if you look at the overall talent, I don't know that there's any way that I would ever do that. But here we are. Um, okay, do you? It has to take a. It is weird though that here are the two guys that the series is most built upon, and both mm. teams won two games in their conference finals without both those players. I, and I yeah. know that there's context to it, but it is at least a little interesting. Uh, it is for sure, and I do believe that it points up that we overemphasize the whole idea of well, you got to have a superstar, or a superstar has to be this kind of a player, I just, I, other than KD with the Warriors, the Warriors pre, pre-KD 
And the teams that have won championships since have, have had what we would label as stars or superstars. But the reason for their winning wasn't that, these, uh, that, that those players dominated in the same way that, uh, you know, I, just ended, I was just watching a clip from Michael Jordan giving 54 to the Lakers. And yeah, I saw that. Like, we, 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 we just, we don't have, like, stars today don't dominate like that, uh, at least for the last, I don't know, five, six years. It, that, that has not been the case. And so uh, I, I just think that the, the fact that these teams can win without a player who is supposedly their best player uh, or most influential player is a reflection of one that we overemphasize uh, or overvalue what we, we determine to be stars or superstars. And then I think it's also the nature of, I mean, let's face it, these teams were also playing other teams that were compromised. Uh, and, and, and that certainly helps as well. Uh, all right, let's, let's, let's look around the league a little bit. Um, there was the hiring of Chauncey Billups, which after an initial kind of pushback, and then he was hired, and then the yeah. PR team not letting him answer what felt like a legitimate question, since then, it's gotten quiet. Does Damian Lillard want to play for Chauncey Billups? I don't see any reason why. Uh, I don't think that's the issue. I think Damian Lillard would play for Chauncey Billups. I believe it's a matter of looking at, okay, so how do we make this team better or different than what we've had? It, hasn't, it wasn't good enough. I don't even believe Damian Lillard thinks that Terry Stott ultimately was the problem or the difference maker. And so there's still work to be done as far as the roster is concerned and how they, how they change that. I, um, you know, Damian Lillard at one point said that, I, that he would only leave Portland if they no longer wanted him. Uh, I, I know that he's frustrated in not being able to get closer to playing for a championship, but I don't believe that frustration is at the level where one, he's ready to say, I want out of Portland at all costs, much you know, the same way that James Harden did with Houston. And two, looking around, being a uh, look, Damien's smart. He knows that with his contract, wherever he goes, there are going to have to be assets coming back the other way. So the team that he's joining is not going to be the team that he looks at on paper as is right now. Uh, it gets complicated in a hurry. So with all that, do I think that Chauncey Phillips is the answer to their problems? I think that the, the coaching staff that is under Chauncey is going to have a lot to do with his success. I, I think Chauncey has the presence of a head coach, but much like Steve Nash in Brooklyn, who is on his bench is going to determine how quickly they have success or whether they have more success than they did with Terry Stotts. I, I, I agree with you. Okay, Jason Kidd is a new head coach of the Dallas Mavericks. It didn't yeah. work out well in Brooklyn. It didn't go mm-hmm. well in Milwaukee. He was a very valuable assistant with the Lakers. They won a championship last year, and he's still Jason Kidd, who was a great player and won a championship in Dallas as, as their point guard. Um, what changes well, will well, they make? Hold ma- on a second. Let me, let me, I'm going to back up a little bit. Why do you say it was not successful with the Nets? Or with the Bucks, 
They did go to the playoffs, did they not? They they did go to the playoffs. There were greater expectations. The general feeling was that he, like, you would think, you would think a guy who's a former player that closely removed to his playing career would have a great relationship with some of his players. And I think, you know, he and Malcolm Brogdon butted heads and some other guys butted heads in Milwaukee, right? And uh, he just wasn't, I, I don't think he was beloved in Brooklyn. Am I wrong to think he wasn't beloved in Brooklyn? Well, there was some, there, there was, there was other stuff. I mean, there, we got the DUI before he coached the game. That didn't help. That mm-hmm. didn't help. Yeah, uh, but no, I mean, no. I, I mean, there, there's, there's. I, I can't look. I, and I'm. I, I'll be honest. I am. I am. I've known Jason God forever. So, um, I, uh, I'm not an, an objective. I'm not a completely objective observer. I think some of the. I think. I think he has created. Some of his his problems, without question, he has a hand in them. Uh, but the idea, like the the portrayal of him as a as a bad coach or a guy who can't get along with players, surprisingly, I I reject that. I think some of the things that have been uh, that have swirled around Jason have been a battle of politics and a battle of perspective. Uh, and that, uh, I, like, I, I don't know whether he can be a better coach for the Dallas Mavericks than Rick Carlisle was. I will, I could almost guarantee you his relationship with, uh, with Luka Doncic will be better than, than Rick Carlisle's was. That's, that's the one thing I can give you. And that's the one thing that the, that the Dallas Mavericks were looking for in hiring Jay. Okay, so what, what are they going to do to change the roster? Well, that's a great question uh, because, uh, I mean, the Kristaps the Porzingis uh, contract suddenly looks very onerous. I thought it would be from everything that I knew about what transpired in New York. And uh, it, it's, it's not going to be easy. To transpire, uh, to 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 change it, uh, to transform it, because there's I, I look at the the players that they have, I, I don't see a robust market for any of those ancillary pieces. So I I don't have an answer for you because I don't I don't know of any of the pieces that they have right now that people are 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 longing to have, particularly because of the contracts that they have. Um, okay, what about Ben Simmons? Does he play for the Sixers next year? Uh, it, the, well, the question is, uh, do I think he'll play the whole season? I don't think he'll play the whole season there. The question is, is how quickly they move and try to make something happen. And my instinct is with Daryl Morey, that Daryl Morey will, will try to make something happen, that he will say, we're not moving Ben Simmons, we can make this work. They'll say that right up to the minute that they, they they send him somewhere in a deal. Now the question is: Is are they sending him to a place? Are they just? Is it simply a matter of addition by subtraction, or are they trying to to land a piece that can vault them or elevate them beyond what uh, the, what he has? I just with with the comments by Joel Embiid in particular, I. I just don't see a way in which you bring him back to that team because 
it's not a loss of confidence from Doc. And by the way he utilized him in the playoffs, clearly Doc had a, uh, a, a loss of confidence in him or the front office. But when the locker room loses confidence in you uh, and you are by default supposedly the point guard, I just don't know how you bring that group back together. I, I don't know either. I, I don't know either. Um, any thought but you have to find somebody who's going to take that contract, and then it's a matter of what are you asking to get back? Are you just looking to I, move I on? think Look, I think there's, there's, there's more value in him than I think the media thinks because he can. It's going to take some work, but if you build the team around him, he's still a really talented guy who yeah, plays both no, ends I, of the floor. Yeah, no, I agree. I, there, there are things that Ben Simmons can do for you, uh, but uh, build around him or, I, I mean, it would be the, in his best interest if he went someplace else and got a fresh start. It would also be in his best interest if he wasn't looked at a, as a core player, as a guy that you're building around, because then that infers that, he, that, that this is going to be one of your leaders. He's not a leader. He has demonstrated that uh, in, in every possible way. Can, is he a really is talented? Can he be a very good player? Yes, he can be. But, but the mindset of that he has to be treated in a certain way, like, no, it's time, it's time for Ben Simmons to earn his stripes as opposed to being gifted because of where he was drafted and the whole mirage of the process and what he was supposed to be. It's time for that, that his mindset to change, and, and now it's, let me earn my keep. Let me, let me prove that I'm the player that everybody says that, I'm, that I am rather than I'm supposed to be. Awesome stuff, Buke. That's uh, Rick Buker covering the NBA. By the way, did you make a pick, uh, Suns and Bucks? Uh, I did. I said, depending on Giannis, not play, Giannis doesn't play in the series, which now looks like it is going to happen. It would be a huge mistake if he plays in game one. Um, I said Suns and six. If Giannis plays, and again, this is not knowing exactly what Giannis we're going to get, I said Bucks and seven. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a it's a harder much harder matchup, not just because he's super talented, but in terms of the actual matchups, if he plays, yeah. but we have no idea what he'll what he'll look like. Rick, great stuff as always. Thank you so much for joining us. You got it, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Marion on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50. And it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. (coughs) So here's where this show separates itself. I think. Um, I think most of us at Fox Sports Radio, I, I can't speak for every show, but like just the ones I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of, you know, The Odd Couple's a really good show. Broussard knows everybody. Rob Parker's covered sports forever. Uh, and they, they they balance off each other well. I think, you know, Colin clearly has connections in sports. Dan has covered everything forever. And so our, our lineup of daytime shows not only has strong opinions, but also has credibility because we've, we've done it for a long time. And, and... 
And in doing it, we're not just, I don't think any of our guys are like studio gangsters where they've only, one of the, one of the problems in, in our business is sometimes guys, they, they just sit in a booth and watch sports and read sports stuff and don't connect with people who actually make these decisions or make off, off air, offline. And that's where you really find out what's what, you know, it's like, I have, I have enough people that I know in each sport that I talk to on an almost daily basis so that I really know what I should be talking about. And then I use their opinions and help them form my opinions and understanding. I don't know everything about everything. So I think that, that uh, our shows at Fox Sports Radio generally give you opinion. Some of them give you better interviews. Some of them give you uh, funnier, quirkier takes. We try and do all of that. And then we try and just, this is how it is. Um, there's, a, there's a level of, of honesty to what we think. Okay, so let's, let's get to what's the story of the NBA Finals on air is not as much or at least, and and I want to make sure that if this is a story you're just new to because you're like, Oh, broadcasting girl fight, broadcasting girl fight. But I do think that there's a parallel to many of the things going on in the world and business and in the sports business. Discover matches all the cash back you earn your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted 99% of the place in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Okay. Have you guys all heard the Rachel Nichols audio? Have you guys all? Gavin, have you? you Gavin, you've heard it some. Yes. Okay. Ramos, you've, you've I played have, it and yes. previewed Okay. Buyer, have you? Yes. Heard, okay. Byron, let me ask you, you've been in the business the longest, uh, along with John and, and me, your general opinion of what Rachel Nichols told uh, Mendelssohn, who's like the advisor to LeBron James. Um, it sounded like she was very protective of her job. Of her turf, really? Yes. You know? Uh, okay, so let me, let me play you. Here's a portion of it. Here's a portion of it. It's a leaked private audio. I believe she was mic'd up at the time, but a leaked private audio of a conversation with an advisor who's close to LeBron James. He said to me, hey, instead of hosting the NBA Finals, like, why don't you do Doris's silent reporter job for the NBA Finals? Because guess what that would clear the way for? Uh, for Maria to do the hosting for time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have declined... I don't know what their next move is, but they are feeling pressure because of all of that. And um, I'm trying to figure out like how to just, you know, my thing is like, I, you know, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football, she covers basketball. If you need her to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your like crappy long-time record on diversity, which by the way, I myself like know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just, you know, find it somewhere else. Like, you're not going to find it with me. Ooh, spicy. Spicy. Um, Ramos, what do you think when you hear it? Yeah, I, I agree with Dan. I think it's just like, hey, I've been doing this for a long time, and I just, you know, this is what I do, and I just don't want anybody else, like, coming in and just taking it over just off the whim. Okay, so, so just so we're aware, nothing of what Rachel Nichols said is wrong. Okay. Rachel Nichols has 
been covering and devoted herself to covering the NBA since she returned to ESPN. And previous to her leaving ESPN, I think she was on CNN for a while, right? Uh, she was she was covering the NBA. Like, this is kind of what she's done. She has hosted The Jump, which is an NBA-only show that leads them and leads you into other things every in the afternoons. And she's not wrong where in terms of experience and credibility within the sport, it's not close. Um, it doesn't necessarily matter because uh, because I, I also think that the idea they were getting pressure, she's saying they're getting pressure to put somebody who's black. Remember, at the time in which this is taking place, it's in the bubble last year. There are all these pro Black Lives Matter protests going on in the outside world. I, I don't think any of that was what was uh, was a lie there was zero lies told it was just is it okay to say it and to say it about a co-worker and is is there anything wrong with it gavin what's your take on it um it's basically what they said she's worked really hard to be where she's at and she doesn't want while she wishes her the best she doesn't want her uh job to be the reason that Maria Taylor, you know, gets vaulted in. And I also think a lot of people in the media talk about this, like about other people in the media. So I don't think this is as rare as it's being made out to be. Yes. Uh, I have a close friend in the media who is like, I, I'll never forget when I, when I left ESPN, like I left there and the people who were there were like, Hey man, anytime you want to come back, you come back. All the people were so like, man, this is I was there for 10 years I have long lasting, incredible friendships. And I was gone for a couple of years and I was, and there was a couple of people who I barely worked with, but they had said some, a couple of not so flattering things about me. And I was just like, well, I was, I was really hurt by it. Like when I was there, I worked my ass off and I enjoyed it. And I tried to work with people and I wasn't, I'm not, I wasn't perfect. I was like anybody who's young and you're trying to climb the ladder, but I never to the detriment or at least, wasn't ever my desire for anybody else to not succeed. I'm just climbing at the next rung like anybody else. And what happens is when you, when you leapfrog people, they get bitter. That's what happens. Turns out when you leave, even if you leave on good terms, they'll get bitter as well, which is where I've been discovered that in our business. And I think most businesses, everybody hates on everybody. They just do. So yesterday, Rachel Nichols spent, was it 10 seconds or was it not quite that? Did you guys see the mashup where they said they had Le, Le, Giannis dribbling at the free throw line, his free throw routine and Rachel Nichols and her faux apology to see which one was longer. And the free throw routine was actually longer. Did you see that one buyer? That one's a great one. I did not. I thought it was 27 seconds for the open. I thought that that is what I saw, but maybe her part of her actual apology was shorter than a Giannis free throw attempt. Okay. Here, here's the audio. Take a listen. So the, first thing they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story. And I don't plan to break that rule today or distract from a fantastic finals. But I also don't want to let this moment pass without saying how much I respect, how much I value our colleagues here at ESPN, how deeply, deeply sorry I am for disappointing those I hurt, particularly Maria Taylor, and how grateful I am to be part of this outstanding team. Okay, so apparently Maria Taylor had told, this is per the New York Times article, that she wasn't going to do the NBA Finals if Rachel was on the NBA Finals. And so ESPN removed her from the NBA Finals and put Malika Andrews, who is a sideline reporter and an NBA reporter, in her place. Okay, so um, 
Look, here we're we're back in the kind of same place as we were with with Jalen Rose. Like Jalen Rose, there was no discipline when he said that that the only reason Kevin Love was on the on Team USA was tokenism because he's a white guy. Whereas uh, Rachel Nichols says the basically the only reason that Maria Taylor is hosting for the NBA Finals is because she's a black woman, and there's discipline there. Like there there is no balance there there is there is no balance i'll just like if we're just being completely and totally candid you know there's a there's a good portion of our industry which knows like if you're a middle-aged white guy it's going to be harder for you You got to be really really good and a lot of that is paying the penance for the past you know in the 60s and 70s and maybe even the 80s there was a time in where in which it was harder to get a job if you were black you know, it just, it just was. And so in our need, which is reasonable, like to, to see more people who look like the rest of the world on TV, sometimes people are going to go by the wayside and you have to, you're not going to know until you give somebody an opportunity. You know, um, there's some irony there with, with Rachel who I think Rachel's good. Do I think she's super dynamic on TV? No, but she's very, very good with the league as an interviewer, the part she missed is, and this is the reality of it, it's not just ESPN making those calls. They make those calls in concert with the NBA. So there's a pretty good chance that Rachel thought she was in good with the league because she'd been doing it forever. And then all of a sudden they pick somebody else and she's furious. And, and look, we all get mad when we get, when something doesn't go our way at work. You know, something doesn't go our way at work. Um, and and there's a certain how you handle it. There's also the, the like, this is a real world thing where in an effort, in an effort to appear to be more diverse, you're actually being more exclusive against white people. Right. And like, I, I, I get it. There is, there is a need for more diversity on TV than there used to be when we were children. But we we seem to have fulfilled that need mostly, haven't we? It, it could be just about how good somebody is. Uh, it's bad to set. It's bad to send the tape to the New York Times. That's a fireable offense. I'm su- I'm not surprised that Rachel gets, you know, publicly kind of humiliated, raked over the coals. Part of it was she sounds awful in that. I mean, look, Rachel's dad is Mike Nichols, a famous director, and there's no doubt that. That, that was some help in getting her into the industry. We all use whatever opportunity. Like, look, I use the fact that I played basketball to get in the industry. I didn't go to take journalism schools. Maria was an athlete and she's used the fact that she's young and, and relates to athletes and she's very pretty. And like all these things, you use whatever benefits you can to get opportunities. And then you got to kick ass when you get those opportunities. But this one is ugly. Uh, just ugly. And I think the disproportionate discipline is really interesting. And I get like, we have a rule at Fox. It's the same rule at CBS and at ESPN. And, and it's, it's weird because most athletes, most athletes, like you want to talk a little trash to us, whatever we want to like, we're okay. We take feedback differently. Most broadcasters, 
were not athletes, they do not take negative feedback well at all. And they definitely don't take somebody else at their place of work saying anything negative like that gets out about them. Most people don't, but especially non-athletes. Athletes are like, look, everybody hates on everybody. I'll, I'll figure it out. Byer, what do you now? So now that you know both sides, you know what what ESPN's done. Are we good? Do they just got to go back to their sides? Well, what do you th- uh, and not to give their TV schedule, but there was a report from um, I, I believe the New York Post that the jump has been canceled today. So all of these actions that are taking place to keep the focus on the NBA Finals, I'm not sure if those are necessarily if that's going to be the case. I just I think that this is going to linger for a while. And so I'm curious to see what the actual next steps are once this NBA season concludes. But I don't think they're good, good, because it sure doesn't seem like it. And Not good, good. No, it seems like, you Not know, good, Maria good. Taylor's got her future to figure out as well. But, yeah, I think this is going to be around for a little while longer than they would have hoped. It is fascinating. I mean, it is fascinating. I mean, look, the, the same, by the way, the same trash talking happens with guys who get opportunities as well. Just to just, it's not, women have not cornered the market on being catty. It, they, they are very, I've worked with a lot of super talented women that are super secure in their place at work. And I think a lot of it is how they are. They feel like they are judged by men, which, which puts them on edge. And when anybody's on edge, they're a little bit sharper with, what things they say about people, but it's not that I let's not pretend like this is just a girl, like a woman thing. Dudes talk trash about dudes all the time. Can you believe they're using that dude for that show? Are you kidding me right now? Oh, they're only using him cause he's cheap. Oh, they're only using him cause he's local. Oh, they're only using him cause he, you know, he played at this conference. Oh, they you know what I mean? Like th- th- this, this is sorry. It's the nature of the business. And, and yes, go ahead. Ramos. My only question would be leaking audio. That would be, that seems to be the one, the main, th- to me as a. Yeah, not good. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, I, you know, not that it's good because remember Donald Sterling, no, was it Donald Sterling? Donald Sterling yeah. yeah. He was leaked audio too. So he wasn't saying it like, you know, in some, you know, around 20,000 people or, but it was, so people had a problem. I'm not saying that it, what he did was right because obviously being what, what he did was not right, you know, the way he ran his team and stuff. But I mean, you know, Leaking audio and without someone's knowledge of it. And it's seems not to like me. it was last week, you know, yeah. where it like hit the channels. Like there's somebody sat on this for the opportunity. Yeah. Anyway, that would be my only thought about that negatively would be that someone leaked audio. That oh, you, don't you know, it's, you, know it's, you don't do that. You have to go and confront that person and go like, hey, yeah. you know, I heard this stuff. Like, what do you want me to do with it? Do you tell... <laughs> If Maria's a friend of yours, do you tell her? If you hear the audio? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is... I absolutely, absolutely tell somebody, I think, if you hear the audio. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you play the audio for them. I don't know. It's a hard one. And I believe, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, guys, but I believe that the person that leaked the audio or went to the, was suspended, correct? Yes. Um, yeah, yes. so, well. Yes, but, but I, but once you let the genie out of that bottle, that's a bad, that's a bad, it does, I, no level of suspension. That's a fireable offense. My other thought on this was, <clears throat> wasn't this 
discussed about last year. I mean, yes. I, this was a story we just had. Yes, heard but the, the audio end. never got out. Right. Okay. Until now. Right before the NBA Finals. And in the middle of her contract dispute, right? That's the other story is her her contract is about to be up and this is a negotiating tactic. Yeah, one thing that here, I'll, I'll just give you the, I've been in contract stuff with ESPN and I thought they were, uh, they were terribly fair with me when I left there. Um, and I would just say this, that the the crazy part about the numbers that are being thrown around and is I can, from there isn't a, a, a person, like Tony Romo got this crazy, crazy salary to stay at CBS, right? But Tony wouldn't have gotten that money unless, I think ESPN, offered him a similar amount. You're, you're not, no one's just going to go like, hey, how much do you want to be paid? Oh, 10 million? No problem. Hey, Jimmy, we give him $10 million? No, no, you have to have leverage. Like they don't just offer you a bunch of money. Everyone in this in this business only makes what they make because somebody was willing to pay them. But more more importantly, it's because somebody else was willing to pay them a similar amount, maybe even more. You know, you usually have to pay somebody a little bit more to get them to leave their current job. You got to make it a little bit beneficial, and then the way it works actually in broadcasting, your contract they have the right to match. I just don't, I, I can't see that money being out there for her. So I, that's, this, that is, this is one of those, at some point they're going to call your bluff when everybody else is taking pay cuts and you're like, yeah, I'd like to make 8X of what I'm making right now. And they're like, yeah, where's that leverage come from? Right? It's not that she's not talented. It's that, especially in her position, and her position is as a host. A host is technically, especially when she doesn't do play-by-play, she doesn't do, she doesn't have a pod. She's new sports radio. She's just a host and a sideline reporter. I'm not, I'm not saying she's not good at it. I'm saying that's what she is. Okay. And, you know, I mean, look, Reese Davis is, Chris Fowler was the host of, of Game Day, which is their most successful show. He didn't make anywhere near that. But Chris Fowler was able to get, a, get the play-by-play gig on Saturday Night Football because he had interest from elsewhere. And then Reese Davis filled in, and now he's able to, everything he's been able to get is because he had interest elsewhere. Because Reese can do play-by-play. He went to Alabama. He has SEC ties. At the time, I'm sure CBS offered him a deal. And then ESPN's like, all right, what do we got to do to get you to stay? That's the way it works. I don't feel like there's, like she's not going to host a TNT. They got Ernie. And a secondary host of TNT, and even Ernie, he didn't make $8 million a year. But that whole thing is a mess, boy. Have fun with that. Yikes. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Darren Ravel joins us, Action Network, and he's a multimedia, multi-platform star. Darren, who's the favorite to win the match? You know what? I don't even. I'm not even paying attention to the match, Doug. I mean, are, is, is anyone? No, but I mean, I, I think we'll it's use a, it. It's hard. Twitter fodder. It's, huh? It turned. It just no, no, no. It just turned out to be horrible timing, didn't it? 
because Bryson was so bad and he, he fired his caddy at the at, before his last tournament? No, and then, and then just in the context of things. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, so so at draft, I, I don't it, I, like. Is there so much going on here? Is it? I mean, are you you really fired up by these NBA finals? I know. I just I just think that these things are are for a time when there's a hole in the schedule. So um, anyway, let me get you the data. So uh, Bryson and Aaron Rodgers are minus one eighty two. Phil and Tom Brady are plus one thirty five. Do we know how right. good Aaron Rodgers is? Uh, yes, because he's played in Tahoe, so he's pretty good. Um, he's better than Brady. Um, and obviously, on a normal day, who knows with Nicholson now, Bryson's normally, you'd say, better than Phil. Interestingly enough, at DraftKings, Brady Nicholson is getting 66% of the bets and 58% of the handle. Wouldn't it be funny if... if if it's just like football, where Aaron Rodgers is clearly the better golfer and Tom Brady finds a way to win again. <laughs> that would be how it works. Tom Brady um, wins everything. Um, um, okay, so help, help me out. Help me out with this. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you guys cover everything in lines and you've done sports business forever. Name, image, and likeness. Now here we are. Are we seven days in yet? It's our July 1st. Today's July 6th. Tomorrow is seven. Tomorrow okay, seven. Okay, so almost a week in. It feels like, and I know there have been some individual deals, especially for starting quarterbacks in college football, but it feels like the ones that have benefited the most are, it has nothing to do with their athletic acumen. They're just <laughs> athletes with big big social followings. Is that fair? They're, yeah, they're, in, they're influencers who happen to be athletes. So the Kavinder twins on uh, sisters on Fresno State, uh, you know, they have a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of deals. Um, Olivia Dunn, the gymnast at LSU, um, besides, you know, the Spencer Rattlers and DJ at Clemson. And, you know, it does seem like the first couple hours, it was like, oh, my God, like a free-for-all. And it's kind of like a little wah-wah now. Uh, let's let's see if it picks up again, or if you know there were companies that weren't expecting it to go down this fast. I don't know, but it does seem like it's it's certainly slowed down. And the idea behind name, image, and likeness—you know—I've been covering this for 20 years. Doug has always been around either video games or jerseys. They're not really that close on both. There's not a union for the video games; you'd have to sign athlete by athlete. So it's closer, but it's not close. And they're not close on jerseys, right? The name on the back of the jersey, what every fan wants. They're not close on that because the schools don't necessarily want to use this as an excuse to actually get into business with the athletes and sign contracts with them and licensing deals. Um, I... Uh... I, I I also don't think there's just that much money in it, right? Like it's we all think that there's this huge money in jerseys. It's like it's not. It's like whoever the quarterback is that year, that's the jersey. And then the next year, it's a different quarterback. Regardless of there are occasionally the Johnny Manziel's of the world who who take Tebow, advantage. Tebow and Manziel, right? So like over the past 15 years, you'd have Tebow and Manziel, and they would have made you know 30 to 50 grand each. Yeah. Okay, so what are these guys, what's Spencer Rattler making with his Canes deal? 
I mean, honestly, I think he's probably taking like twenty thousand bucks. You know, I mean, I, I I don't think they're they're big deals, and I think the the sooner you do them, uh, the better deal you get. Um, and I think there's just going to be a lot of people who are waiting on the sidelines to see how this is. I also don't. I, I also think the local kind of like car dealership thing is a little bit overblown. Yeah. Maybe not with Oklahoma or Clemson, but there's like five schools. There's there's five there's five cities. Hey, good for them. I'm not I'm not begrudging them taking the money. Um, I just think that the people cheering, uh, you know, saying that this is this is great. By the way, there's no NCAA anymore. I mean, all, all they do is run 88 championships. But that's all they did. That, I, I think, but but see, that, that would be my issue anyway, is I would say that to anyone who says there's no NCAA anymore, it was like, okay, this, there is only a, this is only a small portion of what the NCAA did. Like, they weren't all about enforcement. That That's what they became known for, but that's not what they did. They run the championships. It, it's just the organizing body for all the different schools. Okay, but right. how much are they? Re- it's, it's an umbrella organization, but how much are they really doing besides running those championships? And yes, they did become more of enforcement in the last twenty years. It's what they, and now it's kind of like, okay, like we can't set limits on anything. We just lost the Supreme Court case again. It's like we we really can't do anything with enforcement. Their their upholding of amateurism and student dash athlete has been seemingly everything. Um, yes, the problem is that once they become employees, the, the, it, it it threatens their ta- the tax shelter of college athletics, right? That's well, big... well, we'll see. We'll see the Pell. Right. Well, we, are the Pell grants still valid? All of a sudden, do you add that up on a guy, and all of a sudden that's income for his family, and all of a sudden he's not eligible for the scholarship, you know, the Pell grant, or? You know, uh, are people understanding that, you know, this is not part of your education and this something like this becomes taxable? And are you prepared to pay the tax on it? Yeah, it's, it, it is going to be Darren Ravel joining us here. Um, Darren, who's I do, I do think, by the way, Doug, Doug, I do think I do think there might be some schools who actually do want to get into business with the athletes and maybe give the fans what they want and maybe do the jersey thing. Um, uh, I just don't see it happening, you know, in mass. I, I think the the big mistake was they didn't find a way to postgraduate, um, to postgraduate form some sort of, you know, contractual like, hey, when you graduate, we're going to sell your jersey, we're going to give you a small portion of it, right? And then everything gets focused on once your eligibility is up, once your eligibility is up, because that's when you benefit from it when you're an athlete anyway. Is the second you're done, that's when you really reap the benefits. Each school, by the way, each school, each school is different. Kentucky, uh, you know, says that you don't have the right to Kentucky blue. And, you know, uh, Arkansas says you don't have the right to the Arkansas red, you know, which is kind of interesting. I I do think that could could hurt. Um, You know, I I, there's there's so much to this. There is so much to this. Uh, It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so what do you think it is? you, you said there's some people sitting out. I think there'll be some people that get deals midseason that suddenly become stars, right? I, I, the fascinating thing is what happens to some of these deals when guys don't play well or they leave their school? Like, what does is, what is all that look like? Because now transferring, you don't have to sit out for a year. And then you have the Miami guy, the, 
is it a meat place or whatever that's like, yeah, we're going to give every every signee forty thousand dollars. It's just pay for play, which is classic Miami football. They've been doing that for years. <laughs> well, that's the one thing everyone's saying. It's like, well, you know, all these schools say that boosters can DM. It used to be boosters cannot DM players on social media. Now a player can have name, image, and likeness representation from an NFL agent, and a booster can now DM them on social media. So, you know, now it's like, okay, and then the NCAA has not come up with any uh, uh, any sort of, like, this is what fair market value is. They also don't have any third party who's keeping track of the data. So it's like, you know, how, how about, like, if this doesn't make sense, if a barbecue place is playing these guys more than what a barbecue place would pay, and we come up with these things, there's a third party that does this, it takes another week to prove it or uh, to approve it. Um, there, there's got to be something, but there's not. It's just completely the wild, wild west. Correct, which which I, I actually think is a little bit of genius to the NCA, which is, hey, this is what you guys wanted? Go ahead. Have fun with it. <laughs> fig, fig, figure it out. Right? And I tell people all the time, like, I lived in Russia. It was It was the wild, wild west. It was, you know, you couldn't, we brought a cat home from Russia. Like, you can't bring a cat of Russia, yes, you can. You just have to negotiate with the with the border police as to how much you have right. to pay. That's it. Right. Everything has its own rules, but those rules change by the minute. Correct. Yep. Co- correct. Yep. Co- correct. Uh, completely and totally correct. Um. Uh. All right. Uh, who benefits more financially if they win, Giannis or CP3? Giannis, but it depends on how much he's playing. Um, CP3, I think, would go out, right? He'd retire. I think he'd retire. So, so you know, but he's loved everywhere and, you know, has his state farm deal. But I think Giannis is just because he's, he's kind of in the middle of his career and CP3 is at the end. Um, so I would say Giannis. But let's see how much he plays. Yeah, it's, that one's going to be interesting. I mean, I... I I don't think CP3 retires because there's a hundred million, three million, three year, hundred million dollar extension out there for him. And if there's anything we know about Chris Paul, does he want a championship? Yes, but he wants that next contract as much as he wants a championship. Well, I mean, he didn't. He didn't make the. He 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 started what? Well, he started in '05, so he started making the big. He's he's had ten years of making big money. I not, understand, but if somebody not, says you got to do it for three more years, you make a hundred million dollars. Would you do it? Well, it depends on your depends on your legacy. But but once you, I don't think if you, you don't you don't think so. He's I made mean, I, uh, throughout his throughout his career. How much do you think he's? Yeah, made? what's he at for, uh, for his entire career? Uh, he's at like two hundred twenty five. No, two hundred. Um, Byer, you want to get in on this? What do you think? Go to Paul spot, made. Go to spot rack. Two, no, I, I got it. Say that. Uh, okay. Say it again. It is at. Two hundred and ninety-nine, nine hundred. Wow, three hundred, three hundred million dollars in his career. Wow, three hundred million. So somebody yeah, says so those, like, those hey, la- those, you uh, can make another hundred million. You can make four hundred million dollars, or you can walk away. Like all you got to do is play basketball. A lot of wear and tear. A lot of wear and tear. I agree. Listen, I, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. Um, Hey, I want. want to I ask think that's about, an eighty twenty. That's an eighty twenty. Eighty eighty percent yes. 
Uh, if you have three hundred million, you can make one hundred million dollars more. Your kids are uh, coming of age. I think I think it's an eighty twenty. Um, okay, so Joey Chestnut won again. He set another world record, another world record. Uh, what is this? Uh, are people still into the hot dog eating thing, or has it di- has it died down? I, I, I think so, but I think they need something. You know, the betting has been interesting. Now the real betting that you could bet on it, I lost five hundred bucks on the under. 73 and a half hot dogs. I just thought the dogs wouldn't be cooked as well. But they, they, they need a challenger. He can't be beating people by 26 hot dogs. It's getting What's tired. the trick? What's the trick? I feel like there's a three-card money in there, and I don't know what it is. What's the trick? How does he do it? Yes. He just, he just has a esophagus of gold. I mean, he's just, he, he, and he, and he, pra- he practices, uh, but he, he just, there's, there's, I think he has. Uh, he was born with an amazing alimentary canal. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> what, they, 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 wet, they wet the buns, and they. they oh my god! I, 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 listen, I, all, all I'll say, all I say, Doug, is I tried to qualify in two thousand four, um, and I ate eight hot dogs and buns in ten minutes, and I dipped the hot dogs. It is so disgusting. It is so disgusting, and I ate eight. And I was like, there's, I was so close to throwing up. I mean, it is, for, for mere humans, I was saying to people, hey, we should, for the Olympics, we should have a, a, a you know, like just an normal person swimming in the last lane when Katie Ledecky's swimming. Or like me running the 100. Sure. You know, like just, We've seen just, you run just, the 40. Just, it's uncomfortable. Yes, yes, it's uncomfortable. Uh, but, yeah, see if I can run a 13.5. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think just, just to know what a normal human can do is just, and what he does, it's it's insane. It's, I th- I think he's got to retire just for safety purposes. Yeah, but if he if he retires, then what's the purpose of watching if nobody can come close to what he's doing? Well, no, we we we'd want him to to ha- to be challenged. It's just a shame that Kobayashi, you know, had his contract dispute. Could Kobayashi get to seventy six? Probably not. Probably not. He's the greatest but of all he, time. He's the, he's the living goat. We've here been arguing the wrong goats. Oh, he, I, I, he, inve- he invented the Solomon method of uh, of ripping the hot dog in half. So hey, he'll always hey, have that to his legacy. Can I give you a hypothesis on why I think um, uh, why I think uh, Space Jam Two is going to be a disaster? Because Space Jam One was. Well, Space Jam One was not a great movie. People forget that, right? They sit there and it they go, was they, not a great movie. It was. It was just not like we look back. They go, well, it's not as good as Space Jam. Like Space Jam wasn't good, but Space Jam yeah, was 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 definitely not good. It was not good. It was not good. But it had Michael yeah. Jordan. Look, it had. Right. It, it did have Bill Murray. It had yeah. Larry Bird, and yeah. it had Bugs Bunny. And here's the thing: like kids today don't watch cartoons the way we watch cartoons. That's true. They just don't. So the idea of hey, you got Looney Tunes cartoons like. Kids aren't into little, They don't get up on Saturday mornings and watch Looney Tunes cartoons. They just don't. My my kid has no clue who Daffy Duck and and Porky Pig is. No clue. Correct. My kids. Okay, so you you take that. Like, there's no familiarity there. That there's no draw there. Zero. Also, also Michael Jordan. It wasn't. He wasn't polarizing the way that LeBron is polarizing. It's it's not that LeBron hasn't done plenty of things to be likable. But part of it is the way in which sports are discussed. There are people that love LeBron. There are people that don't like LeBron. Some of it is he switched teams, but some of it is just our inevitable comparison to Jordan. Whatever it is, like LeBron is a much more, whereas Jordan was just beloved, right? And he wasn't accessible the way that LeBron is constantly accessible. 
And so not, going to, not disputed. Yes. Yes. So so I think all of those other elements combined with the fact that like look it's you're making a CGI movie now and everything's CGI and it's just it's going to be not bad. as special. No, I, not I, I got special. I got it. I, I agree with you. Uh, the best part about Space Jam, the original, is that we saw Michael Jordan in a light that we've never seen. Him. Correct. Correct. Uh, we've already supposedly seen at home, supposedly with a bulldog that he named Charles, right, and struggling yeah. at baseball. Right. Th- yeah. Those yeah. those yeah. things we saw. Those things we saw. Yeah. And yeah. It had Newman. Agreed. And it had Newman. It had Newman before he was Newman. True. Darren Ravel, Darren Ravel, the Newman of sports talk. I'm just kidding. Dude, Rob, great, <laughs> great stuff, Doug. man. Thanks for joining Bang. us. All right, bye. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 